You are listening to New Style Tea, where I make people drinks and they come up with things to talk about. Enjoy! Being in the ER for so long, my dogs had been alone for like well over 24 hours. Ah, maybe a little bit over 24 hours, but they, they were by themselves for 24 hours. And you can already tell they're nuts and they <laughs> were going crazy. They like ripped up so much stuff. I finally um, got a dog sitter to come over and, um, uh, you know, came back home. I was like, wow, this place is a whole mess. And then uh, the next day I was on the kitchen floor. Like I just, I would just like, there's so much stuff to pick up, but you can't, you know, I don't, I didn't want to be just like at risk of falling. So I just sat on my butt and I like moved myself around the floor. Like I pushed myself with my arms and I just like picked everything up. And, you know, you got to be kind of strategic about it because it's really tiring. Um, but when it was done, I, I did feel pretty accomplished. Girl, you need, to, <laughs> you need to be one so proud of yourself. Too. You need to take it easy. I cannot believe you were trying to clean your I think it just was like, oh, you know, I've spent so long in the hospital. I feel so gross. Like, and now my home is also just like, you know, I think it's different with dogs because I didn't want to, I just wanted to worry about myself and I didn't want to worry about like what they were putting in their mouths because they just had ripped up so much. And I was like, oh, like I have to do something about this. But then, yeah, it was, it was. It made me feel really good about myself afterwards. I mean, I was I was out. I was not moving for many days after post-op. Yeah, well, you got the nerve block, right? Doesn't the nerve block take, like, a f- days to wear off? It does take a few days to wear off. Yeah. And it is a little bit scary because you can't – you have no motor function of your leg. So even go <gasps> to the bathroom and be like, be really careful. Like, you don't want to accidentally just drop your leg on the floor. Uh, but – What's your favorite, like – Ankle fracture related memory. It's when I woke up at around 1130. I binge watched a TV show and then I became really hungry. So I ordered something on DoorDash. (laughs) And I don't even remember the food was where the food was from. But once it arrived, I was able to get on my crutches. I hobbled to the front door and I got it and I just, like took everything out of the containers, went back to my bed, opened it, and I ate it. And that food tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds amazing. Did you get Asian food or Chinese food? I, I should have gotten that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember. It might it might have been like Middle Eastern food. Okay. Okay. It was very savory, and it just hit the spot. It's just survival, you know. When yeah. You're so hungry. Oh, now I'm jealous. I should have ordered something savory when I came back home. What did you do? I got sweet green. And I, I'm i not a salad person. Like, I just, I think I just was so paranoid about, like, you know, everything. I was like, I cannot indulge. I'm going to get myself a salad. And then I was like, this, I'm, I'm just eating rabbit food. <laughs> I feel like you took your ankle fracture as like what meaning do you assign your fracture like what do you what do you say is the reason why you broke your ankle and how has that changed who you want to be moving forward 
Oh, this is a really deep question. Uh, I think the reason why I broke my ankle is because I was in some situations where maybe I wasn't taking care of myself the best way. So, you know, like not eating and being really stressed out and all very normal things. But then all of those things just came together with bad luck and then I broke my ankle. Um, and then I think moving forward, I would like to take better care of myself, even though I know, you know, like you can be taking the best care of yourself and still break your ankle. But I, you know, it's just something that I would like to work on moving forward. But yeah, I, that was my favorite memory, I would say. And, um, I don't know if I answered your question. Yeah, I yeah. think you did. I, I, cause I am starting to notice with myself too, is we assign meanings to this happened to me because, I mean, yeah. obviously it happened because there was an accident. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. We have, we're, I think it's part of human nature to uh, to try and understand the why, mm-hmm. to assign a why, even though there might not be one logically. Yeah. Um, and so I was curious. Oh. Just based off of, you know, little tidbits of, you know, how you how you chose what you chose to eat right after. <laughs> how you chose to eat clean right after. <laughs> wow, you're really yeah. You put that. You put all the pieces together really quick. Yeah, I would be excited to learn why you think you broke your ankle and how you think it changed you. Yeah, I think for me, the the meaning that I assigned to why I broke my ankle was a lack of boundaries. Hmm. And I say that because I was lacking. I think COVID yeah. is is it's stressful. It's stressful. <laughs> But it also removes a lot of the boundaries that people typically have. The boundaries between the workplace and the home. The boundaries mm. between family members and friends. The boundaries between husbands and wives. Boyfriends and girlfriends. Yeah. Relatives. Like your relationships all become entangled. And so does the relationship that you have Thanks. with yourself. Yeah. And when I moved out of San Francisco, I was traveling a lot. You know, I was working from home wherever I was traveling to. I didn't really have a sense of home. My sense of home was wherever I was at next and the person that I was with. And when I came home to my family, I realized that I, the boundaries kind of melted together and I, I became someone that I was when I was younger. You know, you assume your familial responsibility, your role in your family. Yeah. And I, I always had trouble saying no growing Mm -hmm. up and I think you probably experienced this too. It's like you, yeah. your parents have expectations of you and you, you must deliver. And it was like my parents' expectations. My sister was living at home. She was visiting home too. She brought her fiance. They were all at home. I grew up cooking for my entire family, like three meals a day. Holy shit. my own full-time job every time. Like this, this was like a day in my life. This was exactly one week before I got my ankle surgery. So at 4.30 PM, my sister calls me. She's like, can you come downstairs? I just wrapped up a work call and I was like, sure, what's up? She said, I just started making brioche bread, but I have to run out for an errand. Can you just finish making this for me? And I was like, you know, I don't typically get off work until six, right? She's like, but are you in a meeting? I was like, <laughs> no. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll do this for you. I'll do this one thing for you. And then I'm 15 minutes into like kneading the, kneading the dough. I get a phone call from my mom and she says, Hey, uh, I forgot to bring the keys and my tennis locked out. We need to like come into the city and drop off the keys for me. 
And I said, mom, I can't right now. Like I'm in the middle of making this for my sister. And she starts cursing. She's like, why does your sister want to make bread right now? But I'm on a three-way call. They start arguing at each other. And my sister's like, okay, you keep on making the bread. I'll come back and I'll grab the keys. So she comes and grabs the keys. Okay. She leaves. But before she does that, my mom says, you need to go downstairs and take a picture of the key so your sister knows which keys it is. So I'm like, okay. So I go from the top of the stairs to the bottom of the stairs. Before I make it to the bottom of the stairs, my mom calls me and she's like, Where's, where are the pictures? I was like, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. She leaves. Then wow. I get a text from her, her fiance that says, the clothes are finished uh, washing. Can you put them in the dryer, please? Oh my God. And do that. Before I'm done that, my dad calls me and says, what time is dinner? <laughs> and that was just my life every day. And I told myself I was going to do it until my parents were done with the move. And so the day that I broke my ankle... You were helping them move. I was helping them move. I was scrambling in between meetings. I wanted to drop my mom off at her appointment. I needed to go upstairs, bring laundry baskets down to help carry stuff. And my sister called me and she said, you need to bring me a check luggage so I can put my wedding dress in it. Like, please just bring it back now. So I had two laundry baskets in my left hand, a check luggage in my right hand. <gasps> I worked backpack with two laptops in it. Oh, no wonder why you fractured it. Took one step down and I made it all the way down the staircase. It's right? true. And I never said no. I think I could have said no. I just didn't have the voice to say no. And I thought that I was invincible. I thought, I'm able-bodied. I can do it. It's my duty. <laughs> I'm curious. I want to check in with you in a few weeks and see how you're doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. You can do that. Hi, I'm Miranda, and I am Amy's college friend. I worked as a bedside nurse for 15 and a half months on a neurology and neurosurgery floor, and pretty much all the surgeries on my floor had to do with the brain and the spine. For a lot of patients, time slows or stops when in the hospital. Each day is roughly scheduled the same, rounding visits from the medical or surgical team, breakfast, morning meds, physical therapy, lunch, afternoon meds, late afternoon meds, dinner, nighttime meds, sleep, and many assessments by many different people in between. The outside world still moves on without you, so it can be very stressful to have a plan or communicate with others in your absence. Homework, work, piles up, kids need their parents, parents need their kids, pets need to be taken care of, there's never a good time to be in the hospital, and trust me, nurses don't want you staying in the hospital forever or coming back often either. I think a lot of patients view surgery as an instant fix or a life reset, and that's far from reality. Recovery is a long journey of pain, rehab, and often healthy lifestyle adjustments. Obviously, not all reasons why people get sick or injured are in their control, but I really do believe that preventative and primary care and good lifestyle ha habits make a huge difference. So I'm happy to hear that Amy and Chulin are trying to take care of themselves better and set boundaries on their time and energy.